Good morning, Ariel. Good, or good evening, evening to you. And um, I'm going to say aloha from Monterey, California today. If you hear some barking in the background, that's the seals. Seals barking. I love it for this Venus and Sagittarius episode of First Friday Venus, First Friday <laughs> Venus for November. <laughs> and I'm in Athens again. Uh, this will be my last post, my, my last blog from Athens this year. But, um, uh, and Catherine, you're in Monterey. So we are moving around. Venus and Sagittarius is keeping us on the move this month. That's right. That's right. And we just had um, our new moon the other day and ready. We are starting to, in Southern California, finally feel the, um, the changes in weather. To, we're starting to feel a little bit like fall. Okay, so one of the things, we had the new moon in Scorpio, and there's a lot of planets there in Scorpio, um, and even though we're talking about Venus, we have been talking about Venus in Scorpio last month, and now going into Sagittarius this month. Last month, we talked about Greta Thunberg and her, her urgent warning to the leaders of the world to pay attention to the global warming crisis and climate change because of um, all the things on the earth that are dying. And my heart at this very moment is just pouring out incredibly to all my friends in both Northern and Southern California, where the other day I heard there were like 600 fires burning in the state at one time. And there's just a huge crisis there right now. And I just want uh, to say to all my friends that are listening in, I was, you know, front row center to the Paradise Fire last year in Chico, the campfire when I had just moved to Chico. Um, I'm not there now, but I'm, I'm a far distance away. But I know that every year for the last several years, California has had a series of disastrous fires. And um, we, at one point, we might even talk about the California state chart because in the state chart, it's, it's showing all this, um, all this trauma, all this uh, devastation that's going on. But anyway, to my friends and everybody we know in California, we, our hearts go out to you. We do, our hearts do, goodness. And that brings us to Venus going into Sagittarius, which is a fire sign. She will be the first one to go into Sagittarius. Normally, we Mercury's been ahead, and Mercury's would be the first one of the inner planets of the three, Sun, Sun, Venus, and Mercury, who usually stay pretty close together. But Mercury's going retrograde, or just went retrograde, actually, yesterday. Today is, what, Friday, November 1st. So yesterday, uh, on Thursday, Halloween, we had Mercury going retrograde in Scorpio. So it's going to stay in Scorpio the whole month. And this is, again, a major, what is Scorpio? But, you know, the whole death and rebirth, the resurrection, the, the, um, the, the uh, really looking at things deeply and underneath the surface and uh, getting to the bottom of things, getting to the heart and soul of the matter. So I think what we're going to find out 
during this Mercury in retrograde uh, in Scorpio cycle uh, is, I think we're going to get some help along the way. I think so. I'm reminded that Venus in Scorpio is actually a very strong position. There are a lot of things that this Venus energy brings in terms of transformation. But at the end of the day, this Venus is a survivor. She learns, she has to go through the depths, but she comes out much wiser on the other side. Right. Not, not an easy path, but definitely has staying power. Not easy. I mean, Venus, we all know that Venus rules two signs in astrology. She rules Taurus and she rules Libra. And so whenever she's placed in a sign opposite to one of those two ruling signs, she's either in her fall or her detriment. And so when she's in Aries or when she's in Scorpio, those are considered the fall and detriment signs. And so with Venus in Scorpio, it's not an easy position for Venus. But um, what's that old saying? That, doesn't, that which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So Very true. Uh, this is the world right now getting stronger because the Venus star you know, the five points of the star on the star wheel or the star clock of our time right now, one of the star points is Aries and one of them is Scorpio. So we as a species, we in the world, we are all getting stronger. We are all learning how to endure uh, difficult, going through crises, crises together, going through a collective crisis together. And uh, I've, ri I've written a lot about that in Venus Star Rising. Um, if, if anybody uh, wants to read the historical sections of each of the signs um, in the history part, there's a lot about what overall for the, for the earth, for the, for the bigger picture, the mundane picture, and actually some forecasting into the future, uh, what these star points mean for all of us. So check that out. And I don't know if I said this last month, but I'll say it again. Venus just, the Venus Star Rising just went into its second printing. And it's available, again, on Amazon. And I feel like an, um, a new mother having just birthed triplets. Because oh, early, that's exciting. early September, that came out. And then early October, Mythic Astrology came back into print, which hasn't been in print for a long time. And now in late, uh, just recently in late October, I got the notice that Mythic Astrology Applied is back in print now. So all three volumes are back in print. They're available. I've just birthed three uh, new reincarnations of the old children. <laughs> Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank well, you. That's a that's a transformative uh, little tale there. So yeah, there you so have it. It was a long time coming for all of them, you know, a lot of, a lot of energy put into making that happen on, from a lot of different people. So thank you all the people that are listening that helped me in that process as well. Um, so anyway, here we are, you know, there's a, there's a, have, have, have you heard of or heard discussed the sign, the 13th sign the sign of Ophiuchus. Mm -hmm. We have, yes, there was the news a few years back. You know, every time the astronomers put an article out against astrology, they come out with the fact that 
that the zodiac really has 13 signs and that astrologers only use 12. Well, there is a 13th sign and it's Ophiuchus and it's sitting between Scorpio and Sagittarius. And even though it's off the ecliptic for the most part, the, the zodiac signs, the 12 signs of the zodiac are the 12 that are really sitting on the ecliptic. Um, it's only the foot of Ophiuchus that sits on the ecliptic. The rest of his body is towering way out and above over overhead. So, you know, that's not a big part of it. But astrologers know that if you have planets, anything sitting between about 25, well, the mid-20s of Scorpio, all the way up to about 13 or 14 Sagittarius. That is the area of Ophiuchus in the sky. So we're actually, and Ophiuchus is the giant holding the serpent, holding the staff with the serpent, which is a representation of Asclepius, our healing god. So when I see people with planets in this sector of the zodiac, I'm always reminded of the capacity to heal. Uh, the, the, the need for healing, first of all, the need for healing, and then the capacity to heal. So as all of our planets are sitting there right now, either in late, a lot of them, the inner planets in late Scorpio and going into Sag now, like with Venus, um, we, are, we are actually dealing with that world, that, that sign that speaks about global healing and a global healing crisis. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there we are. But remember, Sagittarius is a fire sign, so we have to be on the lookout for uh, Venus is leading the way into Sagittarius this, this season. Well, because Mercury is retrograde in Scorpio, it'll take a while for it to catch up. But soon after, the sun will go into Sagittarius uh, later in the month, not until about the 22nd. Um, are the 23rd of the month of October. And then we have, um, of November, and then we have Mercury eventually going direct, leaving Scorpio, and later in December, January, coming back into uh, Sagittarius. So we're gonna have an extended Sagittarius period. Normally we think of Sagittarius as merrymaking and holiday, and people are getting ready for travel and travel plans, and all of that because especially Venus and Sag. Venus loves to look out and beyond, you know, where can I go next? What can I do? What's the next big adventure? Super exciting. Well, I know something I'm looking forward to coming up is the Jupiter-Venus conjunction that happens later this month. Mm -hmm. What are it your is. thoughts on that? Yes. Well, this is our second Venus-Jupiter-Sagittarius conjunction this year. That is very rare because typically Venus will only once a year make a conjunction with, with everything because it moves about the same speed as the sun. But because it's catch, it was retrograde in 2018 and then it slowed down and then it finally caught up and is going past it. So on January 21st this year, Think back, what were you doing then on or about January 21st of 2019? We had a Venus-Jupiter conjunction in Sagittarius, and here we are having one again on November 24th, Sunday, November 24th. 
Uh, so that's kind of an interesting thing. I, I know that for me, I remember this January 20, right around that period when Venus was conjunct Jupiter and Sag. Uh, that was actually, yeah, it was early in, early hours of the morning on the 22nd. So it was, it was like the 21st, 22nd, uh, 23rd of January. And, um, and again, 10 months later now in November, we're going to have another Venus, Jupiter and Sag. So yeah, that was a very exciting time. Lots of, lots of goals and visions and things and plans for the future being made and things like that. So I think that's what people are into. But one of the examples, if you want to refer, I always tell our listeners to refer to the, to the, uh, to the blog. Also. To the article, yes. There's sometimes there's more information that we can put in that than, than we have time to talk about in something like this. And of all the celebrities who have Venus and Sagittarius, the one that I like that I picked for this particular month is David Bowie. Because David Bowie was born with Venus in early Sagittarius. In fact, uh, now this would be his Venus return in this next couple of days. Uh, he was born with Jupiter in late Scorpio, and he was born with the Venus star point in late Scorpio, sandwiched in between Jupiter and Venus. So that is a very dynamic trio of energies, the two Venuses and Jupiter all um, wide enough apart. The Venus-Jupiter is probably too wide for most astrologers to even consider that as a conjunction, plus it's out of sign. But when you put the Venus star point, which is almost at the middle of the two, it brings all three of them together. And uh, this was a wildly talented individual. And I would say, if people talk about the bow and arrow of Sagittarius and the centaur aiming its arrow to the stars or shooting for the stars, I would almost say that this is not just long distance journeys we're thinking about, but this could very well be interplanetary type uh, indicators because uh, David Bowie had a, a number of projects that he had like Space Oddity and became Ziggy Stardust uh, with his Spiders from Mars band and Starman and the course of the classic The Man Who Fell to Earth. But I think uh, he's not just, he's not just uh, portraying an alter ego or a persona here. I think this is probably more like a true identity of, of someone from the stars who, who then returned to the stars. But I published, I posted his chart. It's a dynamic chart, so have a look. And so what are some of your other favorite uh, Venus aspects that are happening in November, Ariel? Well, you were talking about the Venus-Jupiter, and I think that one on the 24th is probably the big one. And I would say certainly we're all moving towards that one, celebrating, entertaining, enjoying. You know, in, in America, it's going to be rounding into the beginning of the holiday season, Thanksgiving and all of that. That's right. right. So it sounds like a thankful for. In fact, on the 28th, which I think is Thanksgiving, is Thanksgiving yes, in the U.S. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, when, uh, that's Venus trying Uranus that day. 
oh, that should be fun, mm -hmm. if not dramatic, but yeah. Right. But as far as the early part of the month, there's not a lot going on with Venus. I mean, on the third, she trines Chiron, where we want to look for having compassion for ourselves and for others, and, and just a message of kindness. Be kind today. It goes a long way. Um, on the fifth, it's Venus Quincunx Uranus. Plans change. Go with the flow. Um, you know, people are adjusting to new situation. Quincunxes are often forced. There's a few quincunxes from Venus this month to the other planets. Uh, on the fifth to Uranus, on the ninth to the North Node, and on the sixteenth to Vesta. And I think that in quincunxes we always have to have a plan B, because the the plan that we had or that we put into place isn't always going to stay that way. Right. There's a there's an adjustment energy to those quincunxes for sure. And sometimes so. it's a forced letting go. It's a it's mm -hmm. it's making adjustments, but quincunxes are a little, you know, they're a little tricky. 150 degree aspect. It's it's learning how to think on your feet and make snap decisions. Like to people that have a lot of quincunxes can can learn how to react quickly to changing circumstances. In other words, it's more like um, you are not really, you weren't really prepared for this change, but intuitively you might've known it was coming and suddenly now here it is upon you. And so you're just thinking on, the, on a dime and making the adjustment. Mm. Well, it looks like we have an exciting month to look forward to. I think we'll be happy going forward now that Venus is in a fun sign like Sagittarius. Something about rock and roll always is, reminds me of Venus and Sagittarius. Yeah. And well, you mentioned David Bowie, but yeah, she likes, she likes this sign. It's energizing. Mm -hmm. It's fiery. Very creative, too. Well, let me tell you another theme about that Venus-Jupiter conjunction, they're happening at the 29th degree. It's really like 28 Sag plus, you know, 28 something Sag, which is the 29th degree of Sag. And it's a bit antithetical. It's a fat boy mowing a suburban lawn. That's the Sabian symbol. Um, and when you think about the, it's a weird image, a fat boy mowing a suburban lawn, right? It actually combines the energies of Jupiter and Saturn because it, here at the end of Sagittarius, we're going into Capricorn, right? Um, mm -hmm. But the fat boy and the suburban lawn pretty much symbolize um, Jupiter, you know, overindulgence, overgrowth. The lawn needs mowing, it's overgrown. The fat boy is just kind of right, indulged. Okay, uh, maybe a little too much. Okay, um, but and Jupiter now, can do that. Uh, yeah, right. exactly. Yes. Venus and Jupiter. If 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 too much Jupiter, of a good thing. Jupiter says, "Bring it on." More the merrier, and Venus enjoys it and has a lot of pleasure out of it. So, um, but so all I'm hearing Capricorn, is which is Saturn's sign, and Saturn says, right. "Trim the garden, trim the excess, trim the weeds. Time to go on a diet." It's why at the first of the year, after the holidays, everybody starts a diet, right? 
right, right. They need, they're not they feel like oh my i'm so full from this you know 40 days overindulgence you know, exactly that now it's time to trim now it's time to 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 get reasonable and to give and, and you know i want venus saturn people especially to think about this because um it's that is a time of trimming um so the benefit of, of this pair offers an opportunity of weeding your garden, of giving it a chance to breathe and an opportunity for new growth. And you can use the metaphor of your garden anywhere you want in life. You know, you can, you can say, you know, it can apply to your physical body, it can apply to your physical space that you're living around or just all the things and the clutter that goes on in our life. And I think the warning for both Venus and Jupiter and Sag this month, even though their, their, their actual tight conjunction doesn't happen until the 24th, we're still going to be feeling the Venus and Jupiter both in Sag all month. And so the warning about that is maybe not to say yes to everything, that we have to say we have to give ourselves some space. We have to give ourselves some time. We can't just do everything all the time we may be feeling really overwhelmed if we try to do everything that we think we need to do right now very good advice and on that note let's wish everybody a fantastic november and um happy venus friday yeah Happy Venus Friday, happy November, and again, our hearts go out to all of you in California that are, you know, having to deal with this very intense situation of, even if the fire isn't hitting you, you're having your power cut off by the utilities, or going into blackness, total darkness, or whatever, but uh, it's a wake-up call for the planet right now. That's the only thing I can say about what's the silver lining on this cloud it's that we have to wake up and do something and respect mother nature right yes right that's for sure it got me on the mountain top was burning